At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime, live from the South Point, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. An hour away from game one of the NBA Finals. Matt is upset because uh, Ryan Mountcastle was just retired. Kelly talked over his at bat and, and just. Uh, that's and what he did. Yeah, fault now. Your yeah, fault. It is. You talked over his at bat and he got nervous and. He was one for one with an RBI at that at that juncture, though. So. Right, Mountcastle official, he didn't completely fail us. Official yeah. ball player of primetime action. Kelly, why don't we update all the scores? Yeah, we got to uh, just caught a picture of what Jason Tatum rolled into the arena wearing. Oh, we'll get that on the screen as soon as okay. we can because it is, it is a must see jacket. That is for sure. Uh, yeah, over. Actually, let's hit NHL first. That game starting in. Roughly 10 minutes. Roughly, I'm going to say. Avalanche, minus 170. Oilers, plus 150. The total set at 7 at DraftKings. Uh, Overjuice to minus 135. And then over in baseball, we do have games going on right now. Marlins up on the Giants. one to nothing in the bottom of the fourth inning. Live numbers currently down for that game. And they're back up. Marlins, minus 255. Giants, plus 194 and a half. Your live total. Reds lead, re, Reds lead the Ooh. Nationals, three to nothing. <laughs> that game in the top of the fifth. Reds, minus 575 live. Nationals, plus 375. Eight and a half. Your live total. Angels and Yankees, scoreless. Top of the fourth. 
Yankees minus 150 live. Angels plus 120. Five and a half is your total. The Orioles, despite a not not a home run from Mountcastle, did he get out? He, no, he uh, got out. I mean, he had an RBI single earlier in the inning. I mean, earlier in the game, so like he hadn't completely failed us. Okay, all right, yeah. good. Uh, three to two Orioles over the Mariners right now. That game is in the bottom of the third inning. Orioles minus two hundred live. Mariners plus one sixty. Ten and a half. Your live total. Padres and Brewers scoreless. That game in the top of the second. Brewers minus 120 live. Padres minus 110. 7.5 your total. And let's see. We have a first pitch coming here in a couple minutes. Cardinals at the Cubs. Minus 110 on each side at DraftKings. Your total set at 9. Kelly, I know we're, uh, we're doing updated odds for the Memorial a little later on the show. But you care to share with people what happened to you with the uh, first round leader today? Yeah, it's not—it's not even worth complaining about. But you know, because last week I had Chris I Kirk. I think it's relatable. Chris Kirk and he got what was it, six or seven away, dead heated. It was—it uh, was entertaining. But the yeah, one of the things we do when we're always you know coming up with our golf bets every week, it's one of the hardest things. And Matt, I think you would agree with me here: is where do you draw the line on what you're not going to bet outright wise, and you know how many bets is too many, basically, right? So first round leaders, I I've I've been betting those this year really for the first time. Had some success, I've had some success betting them uh, this year, so it's something I've continued doing. But I don't want to outlay too much money on that or that early in the round when it's really a. I'm trying – my whole handicap is go over four days. It's not really over a day. So it is a bit of a di- uh, different handicap when you're trying to find those first-round leaders. But So I try to limit myself to four is always my maximum, but I try to go to three every, uh, each week. This week I really liked six guys, Gil. So I, I, I cut it down to four. And uh, two of the guys that I left off the list, well, one was Cameron Young, who I do have an outright on, and he has a share of the first-round lead. The other guy who was 10th in my last 12-round model, K.H. Lee, at 101, and I decided to leave him off. So it would have been two guys that had a share of the lead after the first round. But but how big of a tie is it at the top? It's pretty uh, big. There right? is five guys, I believe, or six. Right. So you would have won something, but at least that deadens the blow six. a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I uh, mean, but it would have been two. You know, if I played both of them, would have been two bets. But Barry Bonds and Jay Z already spotted in the in the crowd tonight. Oh, at the game tonight at uh, in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. B's not with Jay Z. I'm just you yeah, know I'm just uh, he's solo tonight. Yeah. So uh, is Barry Bonds still like cycling everywhere? Cycling? Yeah, yeah, like a big cycling. Coach? Hey, it was never pro- it was never proven. Yeah, I was All just right? gonna make that joke. <laughs> it was never. Proven. Why you gotta bring that up? Yeah, it was oh. never proven. <laughs> well, like a bicycle, man. Oh, you didn't see, a bicycle. You didn't see those pictures of him? What, he like weighed like 120 pounds because he was he was cycling all the time in San Francisco. I mean, like I don't know. I, I assume all over the world. Oh, man, I got more pictures to pull up. I need so much time. I got to pull up Jason Tatum's outfit, Barry Bonds' pictures. <laughs> That's funny. Why you got to bring that up again? I got yeah. a lot to do now. Oh, man. That'll keep him busy. Kelly over there talking about cycling. That's just rude and also never proven. Oh, yeah. It was a good comeback. And good, also good the retort. clear was not uh, uh, illegal at the time anyway. Also as well, too. <laughs> Everyone. Matt, just, Matt just wants to keep talking about things he So, yeah, use. so I see Barry Bonds cycling pictures. But, yeah, it's all in San Francisco. It's all, like, next to the Golden Gate Bridge. thing is, if you go over on the other side of the Golden Gate Bridge, there's all kinds of hilly terrain that you can uh, really test yourself on. Yeah, not, so, not so mention, you had seen these before. No, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. I mean, yeah. but he's, like, 100 pounds less in them. Yeah, it looks great. Right? It looks great. It's great. 
Maybe she could make it on the field for him. I mean, hey, he could probably still. He uh, could probably still knock him out. At least hit righties or something, right? Oh yeah, that guy. Come on, Aaron Judge, nineteen homers, Mookie Betts, sixteen homers. <sighs> Mookie. I'm so glad I got that MVP ticket on Mook. Jordan Alvarez, 14. Trout, 13. CJ Crone, 13. Homers. Jose Ramirez has 52 RBI already. Oh, my God. <laughs> has 52 RBI already. That's unbelievable. <laughs> wow. 52 RBI already. Yeah, that's so, yeah. I mean, if we did the whole on pace thing, it's astronomical. It'd be just, it's yeah. like Hank Greenberg territory. <laughs> it would be insanity. Um, stolen bases. Julio Rodriguez is uh, leading the league at 14. Jorge Mateo at 13. Harrison Bader, hmm. who would you, who I would have never not been able to guess in a million years, uh, at 13. Tommy Edmond at 12, and then Cedric Mullins at 11. Batting average. J.D. Martinez, 360, leads the major leagues. Also in the top five, Paul Goldschmidt and Manny Machado, 353 and 344, respectively. The, as we were mentioning, Josh Hader has already saved 18 games for the Brewers, but I didn't realize some of these other guys, too. Uh, Taylor Rogers for the Padres, 17. Jordan Romano for the uh, Blue Jays has 16. Liam Hendricks with 14 for the White Sox. And Kenley Jansen. Kenley Jansen of the Braves. Of the Braves <laughs> with 12. When are the Braves going to wake up, by the way? That division, remember how when we did our division previews and we are like, wow, the NL East is way better than we imagined? Yeah. And it's been terrible in, I was, in terms of the expectations, really. Yes. I, that, that, that's going to be my twins' take of the year. <laughs> that was going to be the best division. It is not. But, I mean, the Mets have a 10-and-a-half game lead in that division. Ten-and-a-half. The other division leads around baseball, two, three, six, four and a half, and five. Ten and a half over the Braves, 12 and a half over the Phillies, who are just not only Segura, but now Bryce Harper is going to take some yeah. time off. And then the Marlins and the Nationals, as expected. And so with that, they find themselves as the biggest divisional, uh, divisional favorite in the National League. Um, the Astros, the biggest divisional favorite in all of baseball. But uh, Mets minus 425 to win the NL East. The Braves at plus 425. The Phillies, who, again, I thought were going to compete in this uh, division, are now 16-1. to Yeah, all of those teams are in. Let's just get to 500 mode before we start talking about anything else. The Astros at minus 525 to win the West. They are really, you, you pointed this out last week, I think. They really are the most ho hum team. It's like you don't really talk about them, and there they are. 33 and 18, six game lead yeah. over the Angels, who once again are hovering right around 500, you know, a little above it, but still. And, and, the, and they lose a piece and then they just fill it with someone yeah. and then just keep on keeping on. And the Brewers and the Cardinals again, right? The Cardinals mm-hmm. are right on their tail. It's the Dodgers, Padres, and Giants out west. So there's like, besides the NL East and besides really the Braves and Phillies, everything is kind of according to form. Because as you pointed out, yeah. the Rays are really good. The Don't look now, as we like to say. The Blue Jays have won eight in a row. Yes, they have started to put things together a little bit. And more than anything, just consistent consistent hitting. Because, I mean, it was, it was up and down from that lineup. But they've started to hit the ball a little bit more consistently now. And that is a scary proposition. Uh, not that the Yankees are all that scared. Think, but Think about this, though, about the Blue Jays. 
They're 10 games above 500, and their run differential is plus nine. Yeah. That's almost impossible. <laughs> so you can look at that one of two ways. Yeah. One, they're way overperforming thus far, which they are. Or two, so what? They've banked the wins. Mm-hmm. They can only now improve on that. Which now that act, that so that makes sense with the whole Romano having as many saves as he does because they have so many close games. Right. That all their wins are coming in these in these close games. So now it makes sense that he's got 16 saves already. Yeah, let season. me see what I'm curious what their one run record is. Blue, yeah, Blue Jays have have a 15 and seven. Yeah. So they've played 22 one run games, which is by far the most in baseball. Nope, uh, Miami Marlins close to that as well. But the Miami Marlins in one run game six and fifteen, just to give you an idea how that matters. I mean, fifteen and seven in one run games for the Blue Jays. That explains a lot about mm-hmm. their uh, ten games above five hundred. Baseball is always trippy like that, right? There's always some team that just gets the best of the one run outcomes, or conversely, the worst, and it really affects their bottom line. Boy, Colorado and Arizona still. Still fighting as the best, the best last yeah. place teams in baseball. Let's put it that way. Although the Orioles have something to say about that. This the, Orioles team is, yeah. is is interesting. They got good young players now. Mm-hmm. So not this year, but ho- here's the thing: they have to improve now, moving right. forward. They got a couple of pitchers in in Double A AA and Triple A as well that are in yeah. like the top fifty in Major League Baseball as well. Do you want to show the Barry Bonds picture real quick? Here's Kenny Barry Bonds. Skinny Barry Bonds, everybody. He's just bicycling, bicycling all over San Francisco. Why you got to bring up cycling? Yeah. Barry Bonds. Nick Whalen joins us next from RotoWire to talk about the NBA Finals. Game number one tonight. Coming up, Savison's Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The MLB season is in full swing, and you can play ball with the Peacock MLB Sunday Leadoff Challenge. Just draft your players and compete for free for up to $10,000 in prizes. Visit DraftKings.com slash Peacock for more info. Don't just watch your shows. Peacock them. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Kelly, you have the Jason Tatum suit. Yeah, he borrowed it from Nick Nick Whalen tonight. This is uh, specially made for Nick, and uh, he landed Jason Tatum. For oh me. my god! Look at that Look beauty. At that. Who th- who in the world thinks that looks good? Well, Come what it on. is is that's it's my coat on the left side. Like I have the pink and the black one, and right. the Nick's coat is the one <laughs> on the right with like the paisley collar and the and the pinstripes, and like we. We let him. You you cut him in half. Them yes, and then and yeah. then mailed them to Jason yeah, Tatum. Yeah. yeah, don't don't sleep on the rolled up leopard sleeves there. Like that's the worst part of the yeah. whole thing. He yeah, custom added that because that wasn't part of my pink jacket. With yeah. The, yeah, that wasn't part of. Yeah, it. you're right. It's got like the '80s rolled up jacket. It, look I was going to say it feels yeah. like Lionel Richie would wear that and like roll it up. Lionel Richie Kelly, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, of course. Uh, ladies and gentlemen from RotoWire, you can follow him on Waylon but substitute the number one for the L on Twitter. It's Nick Whalen. How you doing, Nick? Guys, good to be back. Uh, unfortunately, I have nothing in my closet that looks anything like Jason Tatum's <laughs> suit tonight, but a, a couple weddings coming up these next few weeks. So this has given me some inspiration. You have not one, not two, not three, but four. Well, you actually have two bets and two leans. Let's start with the mm-hmm. leans. Let's start with the leans. So not the actual bets, but what are you, what are you thinking about, but you didn't quite pull the trigger on? Well, you know, I I like the Warriors tonight overall, uh, so we'll we'll start with that, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, in terms of the leans, I, I'm leaning the under on two thirteen and a half, and you know, a lot of these game one uh, totals and, and odds have essentially remained static the last few days. There hasn't been 
a ton of movement. You know, we haven't had any major injury surprises. Uh, so we're looking at an implied outcome, essentially, of Warriors 113, Celtics 110, which, you know, you can see that happening. I think Golden State can get to that number in particular, but neither of these teams play at an overly fast pace. The Celtics were 24th in pace during the regular season. And as we know, year after year after year, there's a few notable exceptions, but almost always it feels like these finals games tend to be played so slowly, right? Every possession feels like it's worth 10 points. You get those grind out, you know, third, fourth quarters where it feels like teams are going five, six minutes without a basket. You know, think back to game seven Cavaliers Warriors. And yeah, you can make the argument that in game one, maybe things are a little looser, but you also have to keep in mind that, you know, Boston struggled to put up points against both Milwaukee and Miami. The offensive rating was pretty solid in the Eastern Conference Finals, but they only averaged 105 points per game against a pretty banged up Miami team. So Golden State comes in well rested. Um, you know, they, they have plenty of horses on the defensive end. Uh, and you have to keep in mind, too, you know, Golden State's been on this stage. Their core's been in this game five times, you know, over the last, what, seven years, dating back to 2015. You know, Boston obviously had a hard road to get here. They have some guys who were battle tested. But, you know, going to game one at Golden State in the NBA Finals, you know, that's a new level. Nick, whenever we uh, we take a look here, you one of your leans is the the under in this game at two thirteen and mm-hmm. a half. Are we are is this based on that you believe the Celtics defense is going to limit the offensive production from the Warriors side? Do you believe that there is still, despite the fact they had a, a few days to get to to get you know healthy, that there are some mm-hmm. injury concerns on the Celtics side? Like what gives you? a look at maybe the under here. Yeah, I mean, those are definitely components here. I'm a little bit more skeptical about Boston's ability to score on Golden State. And part of it is you're going across the country on short rest. You have a couple key injuries. We have no idea what version of Robert Williams is going to show up. It feels like even in the games he's been healthy, you know, he'll look great one game. And then two nights later in the Eastern Conference Finals, he's pretty much invisible. So, you know, Marcus Smart, obviously very questionable as well, even though he will play in this game. So you have those question marks. Um, But at the same time, you know, I I also just I wonder if Boston is going to be able to score at that same rate uh, that we saw you know, in the last two rounds. You know, Golden State, like I said, is is a different animal uh, than these last two teams. And, you know, I I know you guys earlier in the show were talking about the Celtics path to the finals. And on paper, it's one of the toughest paths ever. Right. I mean, you get the Brooklyn Nets in round one, who a lot of people thought were just going to win that series straight up. They sweep through. But in retrospect, are the Nets a little bit of a paper tiger? I think probably that's fair to say. Milwaukee, you know, very good team, defending champs. No Chris Middleton. Miami, it felt like every single key player on that team was banged up by the end of the series. And Milwaukee still takes Boston to seven. Miami still takes Boston to seven. Uh, you know, I just wonder if, you know, some of these these series victories look a little bit better on paper than they actually do when you dig into the numbers. So, um, you know, you look at game one against Milwaukee in particular in round two, I think we could see kind of a mirror image of that from Boston tonight where they came out, they looked a little shaky. They only put up 89 points and it ended up being a game that Milwaukee, uh, you know, or in this case for the analogy, Golden State ends up winning pretty comfortably. To the point that you made earlier, by the way, uh, Nick Warriors, 123 games of NBA finals experience combined. Mm -hmm. The Celtics, zero games of NBA finals game experience. You also uh, thought about playing Jalen Brown to lead the game in the scoring tonight. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. You know, given the number, it's at plus 390 at DraftKings. I mean, you're, you're not going to make a great case for why Jason Tatum or why Stephen Curry uh, aren't going to lead this game in scoring. There's a reason that they're essentially the co-favorites uh, with much lower odds. But, you know, if you want to jump on something a little spicier, uh, I think we see a Golden State defense that is going to be very much keyed 
on stopping Jason Tatum. You know, I, I think I think Golden State can live with you know Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Grant Williams, guys like that. Um, trying to beat them. You know, I think they want to limit Jason Tatum. And we've seen other teams throughout the playoffs do that as well to begin these series. And you can make the argument that, yes, Jason Tatum took home the inaugural Larry Bird Trophy uh, as the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. But I thought Jalen Brown was maybe their most consistent player throughout the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, 24 points per game, 49% shooting, 40% from three, had 40 points in game three against Miami. So we know he has that kind of upside. Um, you know, at almost four to one, it's far from a guarantee, but yeah, you know, I, I kind of like that one. Nick, we were looking at the the three-pointers made, and sitting right now, three-and-a-half for Steph, three-and-a-half for Clay. both. Do you mm-hmm. believe that there is going to be more taken by these guys because they're going to have less opportunity to take any other type of shot due to the Celtics defense, or do you believe that there will be fewer taken by these guys because the Celtics do defend so well on the perimeter? Because it seems to me, if you look over the the game logs here, specifically for Steph in, in general, like he has not been taking quite as many as he has in in years past. But maybe that was just due to the the, the matchups here. It's a very interesting mm-hmm. prop to me sitting at three and a half. What say you? Yeah, that's a really, really interesting debate, you know, coming into the series. I think that's one of the biggest questions is can Boston continue to defend the three point line as effectively as it did, especially in the last two rounds where Milwaukee closed that series in round two, shooting 28 percent from three. I think we all remember that game seven where they went like, I don't know, was it four of 35 or something from three? But that was kind of how it felt like the entire series went. And Miami came out and did the same thing, you know, shot 30 percent from three as a team in the Eastern Conference Finals. Miami shot 22%, 21 of 94 guys on what NBA.com slash stats defines as open three-pointers in that series. Golden State is not going to shoot 22% on open threes. So it's going to be a really interesting battle. You know, when those open shots are there, obviously you expect Golden State to knock them down. But Boston, I think, has been so solid closing out on shooters. The rotations have been so crisp uh, over these last two series that it does make you wonder, you know, can you pull that off against the number one and, in my opinion, number two best shooters of all time in Curry and Clay? Because doing it against, I don't know, Pat Connaughton and Max Struess and Gabe Vincent, that's a little bit different than doing it against Curry and Clay. But overall, you know, I think the Warriors play a disciplined style. I think we, in our minds, all we picture Curry and Clay doing is just launching three after three after three. But, you know, relative to expectations, they don't really seem to take that many. They always seem to get the best shot. Steph Curry is not a type of guy who's just going to dribble, 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 step back, throw up a three. If he can get by you and either get to the rim and finish or create an open look for someone else, he's going to do that more often than not. So I, I don't think we see a situation where Golden State is settling and taking you know dramatically more threes than we would expect. All right, Nick, we got 90 seconds. You started to say it earlier, and then I took you off the scent. But you like the Warriors, you're laying the points tonight, and then you have a prop bet. Yes, I like the Warriors, minus three and a half. They're at home. They're well-rested. You know, they're getting some key guys back. Iguodala's back. Otto Porter's back. Gary Payton is back, which is going to be huge, I think, defensively with the the type of players that Boston has. You could throw him at just about anybody. Um, And, you know, I'm not a huge fan of putting too much stock in intangibles usually. But as I alluded to earlier, you just you can't replace the kind of pedigree that the Warriors have. You know, and, and there are some times where you say, like, oh, the Celtics have the history. It's like none of these guys were playing in the 60s when the Celtics won a bunch of their titles. But a lot of the Warriors' key guys were playing in these last five finals appearances that they've had in the last seven years. So uh, I, I think that's going to be a factor tonight. Golden State has routinely won these game ones in the finals, these big series 
Uh, and Boston, you know, I think we're going to get a competitive game. Obviously, they're not going to roll over. Uh, but I think we see a Golden State team that's a little more poised and a little more prepared for the stage. Uh, and real quickly on the prop, Kevon Looney, under nine and a half rebounds. This number just feels like a little bit of an overreaction to some of the big rebounding games he had earlier in the playoffs. He had 18 in game five against Dallas. He had 22 boards in that Memphis series. Uh, I'm not fully convinced that Kevon Looney plays like 30 minutes in this game. I mean, he wasn't even starting a couple weeks ago for this team. I think he's going to kind of mirror Robert Williams. Uh, so I, I think that number is just a little too high. I'm going under. One correction, Nick, Al Horford did play for the Bill Russell 1960 Celtics. If you look closely at the footage, I believe he's in there. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it. Nick Whalen, everybody from Rotowire. French Open Thoughts, next. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. What's I think your... we decided all night long was his. Kelly yeah. knows some Lionel Richie I think, that, I think that's what all we decided. All night long. All night. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's the only part I know. The only part I know. <laughs> I think we decided that's his favorite one, though. Yeah. Because like, he did join in at least on that chorus. He like, did. I did, yeah. I waited a solid two minutes before the chorus finally <laughs> hit, and then I jumped in hard. You didn't know the uh, Fiesta Karamu party stuff, no, but I you know. knew that. Yeah, I missed yeah. out. Yeah, I missed out on the the, uh, the middle part of that before he got to Fiesta. He knew uh, hello. Party. He knew but hello. He knew a little bit of hello. How did Lionel Richie? Oh, because Jason Tatum's outfit looked like Lionel. You know, uh, that's what. You know, we are the world. That song. No, they had like you, no, fifty people. How come it? you don't know we are? You know we are. I'm the sure world. I do. I, he keeps asking me titles. Of song. I don't know titles of any songs, man. You know we are. He the world. he wrote that. Him and Michael Jackson wrote that. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking. About. But I know Nicole Richie from A Simple Life way better. Love Nicole Richie. She's so funny. That's my, that's more my time period. You know? Yeah, I remember Simple Life. Um, did you guys see this stuff on Drew Brees that I'm seeing right now? No. What's up? From Sports Illustrated. Although Drew Brees has yet to confirm whether or not he will be working for NBC as a sports analyst again next season, rumors of his replacement have already begun circulating. That's just a headline I just read. Oh, I thought you were going to give us the. Uh... No, but that's a, I, I don't know. Maybe there's more legs to this whole uh, Drew Brees isn't well, fully I, done I, thing. Well, you know who you know who is being you know who is being speculated as his replacement? Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Here, did you hear the Lavar Arrington thing about Drew Brees though? That was the most no. interesting part of this. So Drew Brees, remember it was that awkward thing where the rumors came out about Drew Brees, and then Drew Brees like. Knee jerk tweeted. He's like, "Yeah, I can do whatever I want." Kind right? Of thing, yeah. Right. I don't know if I decide to do this, I'll do that. Uh, he said, "I may work for NBC. I may play football again. I may focus on business and philanthropy. I may train for the pickleball uh, pickleball tour." Hey, there you go, Matt. You may train for the pickleball tour. Senior golf tour coach. My kids are all of the above. I'll let you know. It was like Drew Brees quickly like trying to spin it his way. Right, but didn't he walk that back then? Did he? Oh what? yeah, he said. No, I don't know that he walked it back. Oh. I don't know that he did, but LeVar Arrington. Well, if you're NBC, you sure got to make plans at some point. LeVar Arrington, former Washington football teamer. I know he played for the Giants, but we don't remember that part right. really well. Uh, quote, Arrington, 
He's just not as popular as he thinks he is. He said on the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast. (laughs) He's not as loved as he thinks he is, and he acts out when it doesn't go the way he would like for it to go. He's reaching out and he's crying out for attention. How about that? Interesting. He said that to uh, Brady Quinn. What does... Co-host of the podcast. Feels like somebody should be saying that that's a former teammate that I don't think he ever was, right? Never teammates. Never. Yeah. How well can you really know Drew Brees then like that? He's making it sound like they're no best idea. friends. No idea. Not that we not that we thought it was going to be any different, but uh Smart Brown, Tatum, Horford, Williams, Curry, Thompson, Wiggins, Green, Looney. So the exact starting lineups that we thought that both teams were going to roll out. That's where they go with it. Okay. Please no conference finals blowouts, unless of course it's the Warriors doing the blowing out, then I'm fine with it. <laughs> but not the. Well, I guess what I'm saying. I don't is, want it either way. No, yeah, no. Yeah, because those those are pretty brutal. Most of those, besides like Game Seven, right? Yeah, most of those games in the conference finals were brutality. If this is like a sweep or something, I'm sure a bunch of our fans out there remember 32 teams in 32 days from last summer. Oh, who could but forget? It, it might be like 32 offenses in 32 days, then 32 defenses in 32 days. If there's a, a blowout situation here. I didn't follow that. Follow I didn't, like I didn't 64, know. you got split each team in half, do uh, offense one day, defense one day. 0-0 zero, zero in Colorado between the Oilers and the Avalanche. So this is what happens with the Mike Smith. Like, he plays horrible game ones, and then he settles down. How have we been 10 minutes into this game? There's no goals. It's by, back to Hockey's back to being terrible. Again. By this time in game one, I believe I'm right when I say there was 27 goals scored. By <laughs> yeah. I believe that is correct. It was at least, uh, it was, yes, it was at least 27. I, sh- I sure wasn't firing on the under, but I thought uh, Wes made a good point about that last night on the air with us. Uh, just about the, just the move on that, you, you know, still at the same total, but moving it. Juiced from the what? Juice from the under to the over by about a seventy cent move. It's pretty aggressive by the books. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a good point. But no, I did not bet the under on this game. French Open, Roland Garros, the second major of the uh, tennis season, the clay court major, the French Open. Uh, the women's finals are set. That does not happen till the day after tomorrow. But yes, it is Iga Swiatek. Going up against the American Coco Golf, who, as I said earlier, uh, trounced my pick of Martina Trevisan. Martina Trevisan was north of a $2 favorite. She was plus 250 yesterday, but Trevisan just got rolled. Very odd performance. But congratulations to Coco Golf in her first slam. She was in her first slam semi. She's now in her first slam final. And by the way, Iga. Uh-oh. I was going to ask Gil if he saw this. Like, this is just, this is odd. What happened here? It's a sixth inning. Yeah. Oh, they went to uh, Duval. Yeah, Duval's <laughs> the yeah. thing with Duval is they're like, "Hey, could you get in?" There's like, "All right, whatever, whatever." You you want to go three innings today? Oh, all right, it's <laughs> whatever. Fine. Sure, whatever. you need me to go three? Cool, yeah. cool. That yeah, is that was, odd I thought that was odd. Camilo Duval pitching for the Giants in the sixth in a one to nothing game, and then and he just promptly gives oh, up a double, promptly <laughs> gives up a rope down the, and that's going to score a run. I bet. Yeah, if they send him home, that is going to score a runner for all the way from first two to nothing. We talk about this all the time. It's almost as if when you put your closers in in non-closer situations. It's really odd. They, but it, it happens more times than it, it does is, not. It's tried and yeah, true. Yeah. They just It just jacks them up It's somehow. just a different mindset for these guys. It really is. Like, it's it's so crazy. Why would they put Camilo in there? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a, that's a weird deal. Um, 
By, yeah, the, I mean, by the way, women's final, Iga is a minus six sixty. Yeah, favorite, just 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 to let you know, just off off the charts here. Yeah. We were actually we actually brought this up uh, off air, and I guess it's worth at least bringing up just in case this may or may not sway your opinion one way or another. I mean, I'm sure people are out there are only playing the dog or not if they're if they're wanting to play this, but but. Coco Golf probably was not anticipating being in the finals of the French Open and uh, might not have been even anticipating being in the semifinals in the doubles as well, which she is currently. I'm not saying she's going to pull out. I don't think that that's a deal. But if that's the case, she's going to play middle of the night tonight um, in a doubles match before she plays in the finals here. Um, just something to kind of keep an eye on to make sure that she comes out of that completely Healthy, not that doubles is at nearly as taxing on you as, as singles is, but I mean, hey, look, you know, we've we've had we've had people, you know, get injured playing doubles before and things like that. So just, you know, keep that in mind, maybe before if you do want to play the four twenty five, maybe just wait till tomorrow. It's probably not gonna get any worse. Don't play the four twenty five people. Yeah. See ya. French open. See ya. Before we move on, this is your chance to not only have the first official new style walkover, you could do it with doubles. <laughs> I never thought about the doubles, doubles version. I never thought about the doubles version were, were of it before. You and your partner agree to quit, and two people walk <laughs> you over. Both have to lay down. Oh, and they'd have to. And then you, if you're the one that gets hurt, and then you have to make your partner lay down. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's the worst. You'll never play together again. Never play together again. Gosh. By the way, John McEnroe used to win. Yeah. Slams while winning double slams. All the time. All the time with his uh, Peter Peter Fleming, I believe, was his uh, doubles partner. Men's semis is tomorrow morning, though. Rafa and Sasha Zverev is actually the early match. That's the marquee matchup between uh, the world number five, Nadal, and the world number three, Zverev, though Nadal, of course, is the king of clay. And he's a minus 360 favorite. He's had two days to rest, as has Sasha Zverev, after their epic matches against both Novak Djokovic and Carlitos respectively. Everybody sort of, I get a lot of uh, questions on Twitter. Am I playing either side here? Am I taking the over? I'm not touching this match. Not touching it. Because I would expect Rafa to win, but Sasha Zverev plays him pretty well. And on the one hand, I wouldn't be surprised if Nadal crushes him. And on the other hand, I wouldn't be surprised if it went deep. That's the, I was looking at this today and I'm like, is there anything I can do? Is there anything that I can maybe get to here? And you said it perfectly right there. It's I can't get out of my mind, and I I understand he just had an, an awesome win. I can't get bad Sasha out of my brain, right? Like, and so mm-hmm. it, it's as much as I want to think that he's going to be competitive in this match. Like, I can't get bad Sasha out of my brain and thinking like I can't bet this because Nadal might just completely roll yep. here. Camilo Duvaldo, not a pitch in the sixth inning. Yeah, this way. is yeah. This what are they doing? My pick is in the second match. I am on Marin Cilic at plus 185 against Kasper Rude. Clay court numbers, uh, except for the long term, are very comparable. Long term, Kasper Rude has an advantage in clay court numbers. But I'm talking six months and, and more recent. Marin Cilic might even be better than Kasper Rude. Uh, Cilic is a slam finalist from years ago. He actually won the slam, he won the U.S. Open in 2014. He didn't expect to be here. But at plus 185, give me that. I know it didn't work out with Trevisan today. She was something different. That's not going to happen to Marin Chilich, who was tried and true veteran. So that's the play for me. Plus, 80, uh, plus 185. I actually got it at plus 193 earlier against Casper Rude. Coming back on Primetime Action. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. The betting splits page will show you. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm sorry. Say it again. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Split bets. I'm sorry. (laughs) I, I, I botched it. 
Betting splits page will show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, and now it's updated every 10 minutes. So you can see changes in all the action. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits. Yet another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Hey, they managed to get Magic Johnson back on deck <laughs> for this game. Hard-hitting analysis, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> There's a lot of good tweets flying around. Uh, yeah. Jason H. sent us a screenshot of a, of, a, of a competing book, Rest of Country. Coco plus 530. Yeah. Ega minus 780. Yeah. So the... The, yeah. peop- the, 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 people, the people are not afraid to bet. Not afraid to bet. She's attempting to win her 35th consecutive match. That would match the longest streak on the ladies' tour since the year 2000. Venus had a 35er back in the day. And the longest women's match streak of all time is Martina Navratilova, who had 74 in a row. But that's the kind of air you're talking about right now with Ega. And I just want to, uh, to everybody, this is my victory lap when everyone continues to post all of these rumors, which I'm like, it's not going to happen. What are, you, what are you people talking about? Adam Silver proposed expansion of the NBA, specifically to Seattle and Las Vegas. That talk is not true. We are not discussing that at this time. Oh, Those wow. are wonderful markets, Ooh. but there's no specific timeline. Like... Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. This, is, this is honest. It, it's a little problematic because we do a show from 4 to 7 p.m. But let's say you didn't. And let's say there was a basketball team that came here, NBA team. None of us have Raiders season tickets. None of us have season tickets to the Golden Knights. Would you get NBA season tickets? No. I don't know about season tickets. I would I would go I would go to a lot of games. Yeah. Because so the difference between me, the reason I don't do Raiders, right, is it's a football Sunday. It's a football Sunday. I don't want to be at a game. I have to I had to had to be in front of the streets. I gotta be able to Completely watch all the games. Agree. Yep. So that apl- but that applies to me for regular NBA night. Like an NBA Wednesday, there's too much going on. Yeah, I wanna see, go to the game. Yes, yeah, it doesn't for me for no, the No, I mean there's like yeah. there's there's 80, whatever, yeah. there's there's 80 days of that. Like, you but know, NFL, like, totally. Like, if someone invites yeah. me to a game on a Sunday, I'm like, mm, yeah, thanks I'll, for I'll no go thing. to a Sunday night or a Monday night game, standalone, but, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to a Sunday day game. Yeah, it, it, but it changes. It does change for me for the NBA. I would go to several. I'd go to several NBA games. Can't say that I would have a half-season tickets for sure. And that's the other thing about, like, I mean, in baseball, no way. No, no way. You know, like, Stop there's, it, there's no way. baseball. I, I mean, I have season tickets to the – triple a team and it's a little bit further than walking distance from my house do you have any games i've been to how many do you know where those tickets go they just sit in a drawer yeah like, I was gonna I say, haven't, you haven't like, even yeah, offered really? them yeah. to anybody yeah yeah, yeah. They uh. just sit in a drawer like you know like it's, it's the crew's not happy about that yeah <laughs> that he leave, that he puts them in a drawer yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say that's a couple people aren't gonna be happy I, I was that. having this conversation the other day with someone and it was uh I mean, I think the one thing that's like, don't get me wrong. Would I love an NBA team here? Yeah. Like, would I? Would I not mind a baseball team here? Yeah, that would be. I mean, sure. I would love that option to be able to go. But it would absolutely hurt 
other things going on in this town. Like, there are not many cities that have a triple-A team that draws as many people as the Aviators do, right? Like, like they do here in Las Vegas. The fact that you can put a WNBA team in a market that doesn't have to compete with an NBA team already in the market, like, that's a plus. A lot of those things that do well here in Vegas would suffer tremendously if you put an MLB team and an NBA team in here. So I, that's where... Wow, strong take. I mean, I, I just think that, I think that would happen. So I, I don't know. Would I like to see it? Sure, it'd be great to have the options. But I, I think for I think for some of the sports of Las Vegas and the in that have really built and built kind of a setup here and nice nice name for themselves there, I think they would hurt from it. So just because they're here first, you like take their side? Yeah. How many WNBA games have you been to? Yeah. None. Mm-hmm. Just I'm just talking economics in general for them. I think the Golden Knights would be hurt by the presence yeah, of Kelly's an NBA like, team. I mean, uh, not me. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm just talking about for other people. I, I think the Golden Knights would suffer from an NBA team being here. I mean, they're, they're an NBA. I mean, they don't, they're not going to be in the same arena on the same night. They'll they'll work out that schedule. There's been many towns that have had a basketball and hockey franchise that have had and, to deal with that. And you yeah. couldn't have put that arena in a better spot. No, could like, not have. Like, I mean, even if you have no plans whatsoever Perfect. to go to a game, yes. like, there's so much foot traffic by that place. I mean, like. That's the that's the beauty of where that place is. No, that's true. But it's just, I mean, not everybody can go to as many games as they want, right? You'd have to end up picking and choosing what you're going to go to, basketball or hockey. This hockey game, 24 socks, not a single goal. Edmonton has fought off a 5-on-3 advantage, and it is still 0-0, three minutes left in the first period, which seems like it started an hour ago. Live total set at 5.5, over juice to just minus 105. Any takers? All right, we have no. uh, we have but no. ten minutes, at least on the clock. Anyway, could be a little more till Game One of the NBA Finals: the Celtics and the Warriors. Can I interest you in one more prop before we uh, start the game? Still it. Player to have highest player to have the highest scoring game in the NBA Finals. So it doesn't matter what game it is for out of the four, five, six, or seven games that will eventually eventually be played. But who will have the single highest scoring game, period? Jason Tatum, plus 125. Steph, plus 140. Jalen Brown, 5-1. to one. Clay, 10-1. to one. Poole, 18-1. to one. Isn't this the one where you take a flyer on some random? I would think so. Like, Clay could have a 37 game. Yeah. Jordan Poole could have a 37-er. We, we saw... We we saw a Wiggins game. We saw a Wiggins game, yeah. yeah. That's we, true. We, we it, saw a Wiggins game. If I had to make one bet, though, it would still be on Jalen Brown just because I think you're getting the – you're getting way more val- – you know, way, yeah. obviously way better odds than you're getting on Tatum or Curry, and it's almost – it's just slightly below them when it comes to the possibility of him having a big-time game any night. Up to two fourteen and a half from two thirteen and a half at most of the books out there. So the public coming in betting on the over. No surprise. There. No surprise. No there. surprise. I, there. I did. Uh, I believe I saw earlier at some. It was not at DraftKings, and I'm trying to see what DraftKings was like earlier today. That they actually were receiving a lot of under money. DraftKings, of course, it was the other way. DraftKings was sixty percent of the over at two thirteen and a half. It's up to two fourteen and a half. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and. And two different books now, two more books have gone to four in favor of Golden State. So again, mm. not a shocker that favorites getting favorites getting money. Um, but up to four at uh, points bet, up to four at MGM as well. So 
your five most bet props, player props. Ooh, I, like, game one. I like this. Jordan Poole over 15 and a half points is number one, apparently. I don't know if this is by tickets or handle, doesn't specify. Steph Curry under 27 and a half points, the second most bet prop. That so, shocks me. This is from DraftKings? This is from DraftKings. Uh, East Coast buys. Marcus Smart over 24 and a half PRA. And then Steph Curry over three and a half threes. <laughs> and Steph Curry over ten and a half assists plus rebounds. There's that many that's people a, out there that's making a, a, that's a weird bet to make yeah, the top five. <laughs> There's that many people out there making assists plus rebound bets. Wow, Boy, race to, race to the counter for that one, huh? Yeah, I, I do wonder. Like when we saw, remember when, when there was that Celtics Heat game and we just couldn't figure out. We're like, okay, we get it. The Celtics just came off this big win, but like. The Celtics just got to be this huge road favorite. We're like, okay, what is happening here? Yes, I really do believe there's a e- that it's the the DraftKings East Coast bent or or Northeast in that case, Boston the, versus Miami. As far as the game goes, these were so this was as of five p.m. Eastern time, two p.m. Pacific, so almost four hours ago. But there it was on the spread, eighty four percent of the handle on the Golden State Warriors. Is there anything that Magic said that we should know about, by the way? Insight, <laughs> final insight before this series starts? Yeah, team scores, scores most points, going to win. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> uh, Paul Goldschmidt doubles. Man. That is, extends his hitting streak to 24 games, his on-base streak to 38 games. I like a good hit streak. Does Trey Turner get snapped or is he still, he's still I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. I like it. But we got it. We got us a 24 anyway. 24 is, uh, that you is, know. That's something. It's something. Yeah. That's for sure. That is something. Just think how hard that is. I, I know. You're hitting a round ball with a round bat with someone throwing it 100 miles an hour and also making it move weirdly. Also, when you get to that fourth at bat and it's the eighth inning and you haven't had a hit, you like the pressure just ratchets up so significantly. And then they can just walk you, and that's the end of that. So it's just such a, it's such a tough thing to uh, – to continue, but Goldschmidt, good on him. 24 in a row. What a season he is having. Certainly an early season MVP candidate. We'll come back. Game one of the NBA Finals. We'd like to say should be upon us, but it'll probably be delayed. They're warming Chase. up now, so like 30 yeah. minutes from now. Yeah, at Chase Center in San Francisco. They'll take their time. We'll update the scores in the meantime anyway on the other side. It's Prime primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.